Welcome to Your Excellent You, a self-development podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Danielle, and I believe that success is achieved from the inside out. I'm a certified life coach with over a decade of experience running a profitable online business. Here's what I know for sure. Being an entrepreneur is a crash course in self-development. So I'm taking everything I've learned throughout my business building journey and sharing it with you. If you want practical, actionable insights to improve your mindset and grow your business, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started on today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, my friends. I'm Danielle and your host, and this week I want to share with you my experiment in detoxing from marketing. I decided this summer from May to August to take a marketing detox, which meant that I chose to step away from both consuming and producing any type of marketing. For me, that meant not just unsubscribing, but also not contributing to marketing my own business. So I did not send any emails or produce any content. In fact, I decided to create seasons for my podcast so that it would end in May and pick up again in September. I took a full detox period from marketing. And the reason I did that is because I started to notice that I was becoming obsessed with all of the rules about how I am supposed to market and grow my own business. And when I realized that I was painting myself in this box of shoulds and must do's, that I stopped being able to hear my own voice and go with my gut instinct. I let external voices override my instinct, my intuition. And I will tell you, intuition in business is very much underrated. And I have a philosophy that I choose intuition over intellect every time. But developing my own entrepreneur intuition requires me sometimes to step away from the external experts, gurus, mentors, and all the outside wisdom so that I could get in touch with my own. Now I'm going to tell you, choosing to step away from marketing, not just consuming it, that was a little bit easier, but not creating it, it was really, really scary for me. I was really worried about what this would create in my business. See, I had a belief that I needed to do certain things in my marketing in order to continue my success. This included sending emails every week, posting daily on social media and interacting on social media, as well as producing weekly content, which for me comes in the form of this podcast. Stopping all of my marketing efforts felt like I was inviting in failure but I knew that it was a belief I had and that it wasn't necessarily true. Anytime I become aware of a belief that I have and I want to discover if this belief is helping me or holding me back, I question it. And to do that, I turn to Byron Katie's four questions that she calls the work. The work is a process of self-inquiry and it involves asking these four simple questions about our own beliefs. The first of which is, is this true? The second question is, can you absolutely know that it's true? The third question, how do you react when you believe that thought? And finally, who would you be without the thought? I ask myself those four questions and then I add a fifth one. And that question is, what if the opposite of this is true? 
a lot of times this is where my brain starts to freak out because it doesn't think the opposite could be true because it's so deeply embedded in the current belief being true. So I set out on a process every time where I start looking for proof that the opposite of my current belief is in fact true. I do this because our brain automatically defaults to cognitive bias, which means that our brain will seek out information and data that confirms our pre-existing ideas while overlooking and dismissing contrary information. What I discover when I go through this process of finding the opposite as being true is that I always find it eventually. This summer, when it came to detoxing myself from marketing, It didn't take me long to find examples of the opposite being true. I simply had to look at my e-commerce business. I didn't have an email list for the first six years that I ran that business. Back then and still today, I only send one email a month. And I didn't develop a social media presence until the last couple of years when I brought on a team member to manage it for me. Despite my breaking the rules and going against the grain and not doing it right, people still find me. They still buy from me. Many became repeat customers and referred their friends to me. I'm not following the rules according to the experts in the marketing field, but my business keeps growing. All I had to do was look in my own backyard to see proof that I didn't need to jump through all the marketing hoops to have success. But then I thought, well, this business is different. This is a coaching personal brand business. It's an idea business, not a product business. So I decided to look within my own realm here in the coaching space to find people who were breaking the marketing rules and having success. Again, it didn't take long for me to find someone. Eleanor Strong, who is someone I follow, she doesn't do emails weekly. In fact, she probably does one a quarter. And she doesn't really have a website. It's literally a page where you go on to sign up for the email list. And she doesn't put out regular content, not in her Facebook group, not online, nowhere. There's no regular content being produced and published. Yet her calendar is always full with people willing to pay her five figures for her coaching services. There was another data point that marketing doesn't have to be a specific way in order to have success. These are just two examples, but as I continued looking for proof that marketing doesn't have to consist of complicated funnels with weekly emails, daily social media posts, and regular content to build the no like trust factor, I found more and more entrepreneurs who were doing things differently. During those months, as I released my beliefs and allowed myself to get back in touch with how I wanted to market my business, I came to one big realization about my mentors, whom I have paid a lot of money to teach me how to do all of these types of marketing. Not one of those experts did their own marketing. Each and every one of them had a full-time team who did it for them. As a coach with a tiny administrative team, following the process of these marketers has set me up for overworking in an area that is outside of my zone of genius, which means running the marketing portion of my business consumes a lot of my time and it leaves me feeling exhausted, discouraged, and questioning if growing this business is worth all of the work. 
The break I took this summer allowed me to give myself permission to find my own way of marketing. Here's what I did. First, I decided that I would only follow and consider working with marketing mentors who were one or two steps ahead of me in business. I am finished with big names with marketing teams. Then I decided that with the mentors I chose to work with, I would filter all of their suggestions through my entrepreneur intuition. I'm only going to do things and make choices that feel right and aligned for my business and my brand. And when I look back at my e-commerce business years ago that I built, I realize I was doing this exact thing back then. My very first mentor who I saved up my money to buy into her program, she gave me all these steps, things I need to do, sales processes and marketing tips of how I needed to grow my, run my business if I wanted to grow it. At that time, I knew her suggestions were not right for me. And I considered trying them, but in the end, I went with my instinct about what would and would not work for my audience. Maybe her process totally would have worked for me, and I might have gotten really great results, but the truth is I would have spent all of my days jumping through hoops, trying to meet these suggestions instead of following my gut. My business hasn't suffered. It grows year over year. Maybe it would have grown faster with her process, but also maybe I would have gotten burned out along the way. I trusted my gut and I have no regrets about that. And now I'm learning to get back into that place of trust as I grow and scale this business. And finally, I decided to embrace the process of exploration when it comes to how I want to market my business. Building a business is a journey. It's a long-term effort. Sometimes we get so obsessed with the reward at the end that we forget to enjoy the path along the way. I'm now committing myself to enjoying the path in all areas of my business. But why am I telling you all of this? I'm sharing my experience because I know that there are many of you who are struggling in some area of your own business right now. Maybe social media is your jam, but you're having a hard time writing a compelling offer. Or perhaps building a website is really hard for you and you can't yet hire someone to create the pages you want in your funnel. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, I invite you to step back and to see what is driving the belief that it's necessary for you to have all of these things figured out right now. And to ask yourself, are you acting from fear and desperation or from excitement and inspiration? What beliefs are you struggling with and who would you be without those beliefs? And what would happen if you set out to find proof that the opposite of that belief is true? Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. It's a perpetual journey that brings us back to ourselves. I applaud and honor you for being here. But if you're struggling with a preconditioned belief about what it takes to achieve success, or if you're having a hard time trusting the journey and you're exhausted trying to jump through all the hoops, let's hop on a call and talk about what changes you can make right now to get some relief. I offer free discovery calls, and these calls are exactly that, a chance to discover what is really going on with you and your business. They are not sales calls. There's not a pitch at the end. It is simply a one-to-one conversation about your struggles and what you can do to overcome them. If you would like to talk about how your own beliefs could be making your journey harder than it needs to be, I've included a link in the show notes where you can book a call and we can talk about it. 
entrepreneurship is a journey, and I invite you to learn how to make it an amazing one. That's all for this week, my friends. I'll be back next week with more tips, tricks, and insights to help you become the next best version of yourself. Bye for now. Thanks for being here today. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to leave a review. Not only does it help me, but it allows other entrepreneurs like you to find this podcast. I'll be back next week with more practical, actionable insights to help you improve your mindset and grow your business. Talk to you soon.